Sporting Goss on this Thursday. Don't forget tonight the Fremantle Dockers take on Geelong here at Optus Stadium. SEN, of course, have their SEN Stadium call. Download the app when you arrive and you can hear the call uninterrupted, play-by-play, no delay. Not too sure if Jai Richardson keeps his eye on the footy that much or who he barracks for, but he's about to join us right now to talk about the Big Bash season, Big BBL 11, which launched its fixtures yesterday. Jai, appreciate your time on this uh, wet and wintry Thursday. Who do you barrack for in the footy? Uh, G'day, mate. How are you going? Um, I am actually a Fremantle supporter. I I don't follow the football as much as I used to anymore. Um, With obviously cricket taking up a lot of my time, but yeah, definitely a Frio supporter. The boys are in the eight and going okay, so finals are certainly on their cards, but a huge test tonight. Mate, you came back early from the IPL. Obviously, the IPL got moved. Uh, You came back. Uh, how are you going, mate? You you travelling okay? You're freshened up and looking forward to the restart somewhere? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, obviously took an opportunity to sort of take some time and, and make sure that everything's going well um, back home. But looking forward to ramping back up again, um, especially with the fixtures coming out yesterday for the Big Bash. You know, it's really exciting. Um, it's one of my favourite times of year. So hopefully can be a part of that and, and really looking forward to, to getting back on the park. Yeah, look, a condensed fixture now. December 5, January 28 is the season of the BBL 11, which means it does finish inside school holidays. I don't think that's done that for the the last five years. Has that been a a bit of a push from the playing group that they think that the season has been too long? Oh, look, I I think there's no doubt, um, you know, with the the season going outside of the school holidays, it it takes a toll on the fans as well. Um, You know, we we want as many people... as possible to come to the games and when kids and parents, um, you know, when it's been made a little bit more difficult for them, then obviously it takes a toll on them as well. Um, but, you know, having said that, we've got five matches in the peak holiday period, which mm. is really, really exciting. Um, we love having everyone there and as many people at Optus as possible. So to have five games in the holidays, um, you know, that, that's really that's really big for us. It certainly is. And now we are in this COVID crazy world and we're seeing how it's affecting all the other sporting codes at the moment, AFL, Rugby League, Netball, and a, a whole range of other sports, of course. Um, it has affected cricket in the past. Fingers crossed by the time Big Bash 11 BBL comes around in December, um, things are a little bit back to normal. Do you just have to adjust? Are you prepared to adjust? Do you think the playing group's prepared to adjust? You're going to have uh, enough foresight to, to know to be ready if you have to hub it up. And I know we are talking still some time away, but hey, who knows how long a piece of string is at the moment with COVID? Yeah, exactly. I think the beauty of it now, or if we're taking any sort of positive out of, you know, hubbing, I think is that a lot of our guys have experienced already, so or experienced that hub life already. So I think, you know, if it does come down to that, then I think everyone would be prepared to do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, with that experience of dunning, you know, having done it before, um, everyone will be better equipped to, to sort of live that lifestyle again. But like you said, hopefully everything's all good and under control by then and we can sort of have as much of a normal season as possible. Jai Richardson, our guest on Sporting Goss on this Thursday, talking about the BBL 11 fixtures and all other things, of course, cricket. Have you been keeping an eye on the boys in the West Indies? It's been tough going with a really a, a team of, for the best part, an inexperienced group in regards to playing together. It is a very much a new look Australian uh, T20 team. Have you been watching the, the progress of the, the boys in the Windies? I have. I've actually got it on at the moment, um, which is nice to see. I think 
you know, like you said, a little bit inexperienced. But the beauty of that is, you know, with the World Cup coming up, um, it, it gives a really good opportunity for a few of the younger guys coming through to get a taste of international cricket and what it's going to be like um, in the future for them. So I think, you know, whilst we, we obviously haven't performed as well as we would have liked, I think, again, if we're taking positives out of it, it's a good opportunity for a few guys to sort of step up and, and show what they're made of for this upcoming World Cup. Yeah, very much so. Uh, players that are sort of like in the – it's going to be interesting, isn't it, with the BBL because it's going to be around the, the, the Ashes time. It's, there's going to be a lot of international cricket going on. There's double headers. It's, it's almost like you've, you don't know where to look, but it's certainly going to be wall-to-wall cricket. It's going to be a balancing act, isn't it, for some players, for the selectors, for Justin Langer. It's going to be a really interesting landscape uh, come uh, sort of Christmas time, New Year. Yeah, no doubt. It's obviously going to be quite a bit of a headache, but I think it's going to be a, a good headache to have for the selectors in jail and, and all of those guys. I think we've got such a class group of players at the moment. I think wherever you look, um, we're going to be doing okay, whether or not people are playing in the Big Bash, in the World Cup, in the Ashes. I think regardless of what way they decide to go, I think we've got all the players in the program at the moment to really step up and give whatever competition it is a, a red-hot crack and do well. So I think, you know, again, that's the beauty of, of having all of these guys over there at the moment um, really pushing their hand at, at trying to get in those squads. Joy, you came back from the IPL, so now you have to restart. So you probably psychologically, uh, probably physically looked after yourself in the last couple of months. Where's your focus? I mean, I know you would say, okay, my focus predominantly is on Western Australia and what I can do for WA and the rest follows, and that's a that's a probably the, the most common thread and tail. What do you want to achieve in the next stage of your cricket career? Oh, look, I think getting back to test cricket um, would be the ultimate goal. I think with my shoulder, um, you know, having a lot of trouble with that over the last 18 months to two years, I think getting back to test cricket um, would be the ultimate goal for me. So obviously looking forward to the Ashes um, would be great. I think, you know, when, when I was lucky enough to make my test debut, I felt like I was probably at my peak performance then. Um, so if I can get anywhere close to to getting back to that sort of um, form, I guess, then that's that's the, the ultimate goal for me, the long-term goal. Um, but, yeah, like you said, you know, concentrating on what's happening at home at the moment is, is the most important. But, yeah, I think test cricket beyond that. How's your pre-season going down at the WAC? I know there's been a, a couple of weeks in. It's all about putting some miles in the legs and slowly but surely blokes pick up the bat and roll the arm over. W- w- what stage is Jai Richardson at? Yeah, so doing actually uh, really well. So back, you know, everyone's back to bowling. Unfortunately, the weather hasn't really been on our side. So it's been a, a pre-season of flexibility and making sure that we're, you know, flexible and where we're going to be and where we're training and things like that. But putting that aside, it's been really good. The guys are going really well. Um, no hiccups so far, which is always a good sign this early in pre-season. Everyone's, everyone's really enjoying it, loving being around the guys again. Um, you know, it's nice to keep busy as well and sort of get the body up and running again. There's big decisions to be made by a lot of blokes who were at the IPL which when it uh, stopped and, and blokes came back for various reasons. Do you envisage going back to if it was restarted? Have you made that decision in your own mind? I haven't I haven't actually made that decision yet. Um, I think for me it's just about making sure that I'm, I'm sort of using this period as wisely as possible to refresh, especially with the amount of cricket coming up. So mm. it hasn't really been at the forefront of my mind just yet, but no doubt there'll be a few conversations around that and, 
and what it looks like and and what's next for me. So at the moment, it's just about making sure that I'm ready to go again, regardless of when that's going to be. Um, and sort of, yeah, like I said, use this time as, as well as possible to refresh and make sure I'm ready for, for the abundance of cricket coming up. Yes, yeah, so much. And you're, you're really at the forefront of all three versions of it, which is exciting for you um, as well. Do you seek counsel from outside mentors and influencers or family or friends, or do you just rely on the conversations you have with Cricket Australia, JL and, you know, and the selection committee? I mean, who, who does Jai Richardson go to to probably you have to make the final decision, but who do you listen to the most in that situation? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously the selectors in jail have a massive part of, of what, you know, my sort of cricketing career looks like. So I sort of, you know, uh, rely on them to give me the advice that I need and, and make sure that I'm doing the right thing um, for myself and, and for, you know, cricket in general. So they're, they're probably the guys that I lean on the most. Obviously having a really good relationship with JL previously um, with the WA squad, he's quite an easy person to approach and, and sort of go to mm. um, with these sorts of things. So that's been really handy. Um, you know, even just, you know, checking in and, and stuff like that. He's really good like that as well. Um, so he's probably the one that I lean on the most. Yeah, he's outstanding in that regard. Um when you're doing pre-season with WA um, and you're saying you're back bowling and you know, we look out the window now and the conditions aren't ideal, but when you're, you're in full net power and the like, are you, are you bowling – you, are you conscious of the shoulder? You, we've touched on it. You have touched on it in regards to how much it sort of was to get back and we saw you in the field where you weren't sort of throwing and you, you know, you're a beautiful fieldsman at the best of times and you, have to, you almost had to contain yourself a little bit in regards to what you could do with that shoulder and you were basically – um, holding it for bowling, did it start to wear and tear on you a little bit? And where are you now? If I said to you, Jai, where are you at in the level of percentage of fitness with that shoulder? Where would that be? Oh, look, bowling's absolutely no issue. Um, early on in the in that season last year, you know there were a few instances, you know, still pulling up a little bit sore and, and things like that. But that sort of progressed the more load that I got into my shoulder. So mm. the, the more that I played, the better it pulled up. Um, and now bowling, absolutely no issue. I would say bowling 100%. A um, couple of, you know, besides the point of, of a couple of technical things that I'm still working on and, and things like that, um, I'd say pace and, and variation pretty close to normal. Um, throwing still the one thing that's, that's going to take the longest, um, just with the nature of, of the repair that mm. we've done and, and things like that. Um, throwing is going to be the longest. I had a, had a really good session yesterday, actually, um, with the crash mats out on the wacker doing a diving session. And that's something that I'm sort of focusing on in the next little bit to, to get right, to make sure that I'm diving properly with the proper technique and protecting my shoulders. So that's another thing that's high on the priority list is to try and become more mobile again in the field and not have to worry um, too much. But throwing, like you know, whilst it's still the last thing to come back, um, is definitely progressing and still having an upwards trend. So that's, that's still really positive. Two other things. How much work do you put into your batting? Batting is important, in particular, in the, I mean, in all forms, but the short form where you, you relied on to get some lusty hitting and you've been able to do that at various times. Do you work hard on your batting? Or if you were to break down percentages, I know where the dollars and cents come in your pocket, and that's from being the, one of the fastest bowlers and one of the most uh, uh, dangerous bowlers on a world level. So bowling's your, your sort of in the main part of what you do in your ingredients of being a cricketer. How much work do you do on your 
batting and, and are you preparing to work harder on it and, and have a, a different impact in, in regards to the big, big bash going forward? Yeah, absolutely. Um, batting's, again, high on the priority list. Um, we often see how important it is to, to try and get those last-minute runs um, later in the innings. You know, games can often be won and lost just by the tail, getting a, a couple of extra runs at the end mm, there. So mm. it's certainly important, and that's a focus that we've had on in the WA squad even in these last few weeks, um, is making sure that all of our bowlers get a really good workload in with their batting and making sure that they're working on specific things um, to get better because we understand the importance of, of those late runs at the end. Um, they can certainly be the difference between winning and losing. Jai Richardson, last one for you. Uh, a very simple question for you. How are you? How, are, how is Jai Richardson right now? I, I'm, I'm actually doing okay. Um, I'm enjoying some time at home. Um, you know, obviously we've, we were stripped of um, time at home for a little while there with the bubbles and, and being in India and getting stuck overseas, but certainly enjoying some time at home now, spending a lot of time with family, um, which is something that we don't often get. Um, so yeah, like I said before, just using this time to the best of my the best of my ability to refresh. But yeah, doing okay, and, and yeah, just yeah, really enjoying being home for now. Good on you, mate. Well, I can assure you, you do sound up and about, and that is really refreshing to to hear, to listen to, and it's great that you you're getting your teeth into being at home, getting your teeth into pre season. We look forward to seeing you in action in all forms. In particular, of course, for us on a personal point of view, in regards to the Scorchers, we'll see you in action, of course, in Orange, which is fantastic. We'd love the Scorchers to return to be the peak of their powers, and you're a big part of that. The Ashes, whether it's the IPL, whether it's the T Twenty World Cup, whatever it may be, let's hope Joe Richardson's at the top of his game and, and taking wickets, and as you just mentioned there, making a few runs when required. Thanks for joining us on. Sporting Goss, great chat, and uh, uh, may the preseason continue to be a good one for you. No worries. Thank you for having me. Good on you. There's Jai Richardson from WA Cricket, Australian Cricket. He is one of the best in the business. Great to hear him up and about. This is Thursday's edition of the Sporting Goss.